This is Raider Nation Radio 920. Unnecessary roughness. roughness. I think this, that somewhere within the first five to ten plays of the game, the other team's quarterback must go down. And he must go down hard. It's unnecessary roughness here on Raider Nation Radio 920. Big hole. First down. End zone. Touchdown. Touchdown, Raiders. Would you believe it? This is unnecessary roughness on Raider Nation Radio 920. Here's your boy, Q. Yeah, buddy, here we are, live in studio for the next couple hours. Unnecessary roughness, Raider Nation Radio 920. Demon Cotton, he's the man behind the wheels of steel, your boy Q. Want to really start the show off and give a shout out. Don't really do that all the time, but Wahoo came through like the first of the month. <laughs> and the reason I say that is because last week we were talking about Wahoo tacos, and I said I hadn't experienced those yet. Well, I have now officially as they came through and catered really the whole building. All of us had a little bit of grub from Wahoo. My man Demond's got a plate over there, and it's so funny in radio. I'll just kind of take you behind the scenes real quick. We don't really have time to sit down and warm things up and roll out the silverware or napkins. I literally ate my food, had a couple tacos that were absolutely amazing, had some wings, amazing, even had a Baja roll, amazing. I did all that above the trash can. (laughs) I literally stood above the trash can and ate all the food, but I ate all the food. That's all that matters. So I want to give them a big shout out for coming by the the studios today and, and catering our afternoon. And we appreciate it. There's one thing that all of everybody, I don't care what walk of life you're from in radio. If you are in radio in any kind of extent, you could be the boss or you could be the intern. We all appreciate the free stuff. Love it. So shout out to Wahoo Tacos for fueling our afternoon. And we have a busy afternoon. They must have known that Unnecessary Roughness was going to be very busy today because we have a loaded show for you today. Faven Kay from Fox 5 News in the morning. She's going to join us in about mm, 12 minutes from now. Talk about what she saw. Talk about her experience Monday night at Allegiant Stadium. Is I like to get her perspective from the game. We always talk to you know a lot of great people that are at the games. They're in the press box and go to the media sessions. She always goes to the game as a fan. So I like to get her perspective as she was sitting in the stands and she was there for the roller coaster ride that was the ups and the downs and the up again for the Raiders and them coming out with the victory over the Baltimore Ravens. So I like to get her perspective, how it was getting into the stadium. Did she find that it was pretty simple to get through? Uh, you know, what was the way she got to the stadium? Just love to kind of pick her brain just from, a, again, from a fan's point of view and uh, definitely someone who does a great job every day on the news in the morning, Fox 5 News. So we'll join Faven K at uh, 2.15. Then my guy, Dustin DeHart from Nova Home Loans, he'll join us at 240. He was also at the game in attendance. He's also a big guy that's uh, super huge on uh, fantasy football, so we'll see how the Raiders did for his fantasy football team. Of course, we'll talk about the landscape here in the, the Las Vegas area when it comes to homes, buying homes, refinancing homes. That's something I haven't talked to him about, and I'm not in that position to refinance. Hell, I'm still renting a house. I'm going to buy a house at some point. Dustin's going to help me out so I can buy a house, a house that Scarface would be proud of. That's it's so funny, and everyone that I, I say that to, I say it all the time. And Demond, you're around. We'll be around people in, in in general, and they'll always bring up the conversations that I have weekly with Dustin. I remember just when Wendy was talking about it on uh, on Sunday when we were at uh, the Rockstar Bar, she said, "You know, it's actually pretty funny hearing your conversations and your quest and your journey to try to try to buy a house, and you talk to your guy every week." And she said, "I love how you talk about you want to buy a house that Scarface would be proud of, and that's just one of my goals. It just is." And I don't know why, 
Because really, at the house, it's only me, wife, and one kid. We literally have one left at the house. Now, we have more than one, but we only have one left at the house. And I don't know why I have such a desire to have a big old house, but I just, you know what I mean? It's just... Do you I, want the spaces? Do you want the status? Do you want like those couple of pictures where people are like, yo, that's Q's house? I want it all. <laughs> <laughs> I want it all, Damon. I want it all. Why not, right? I mean, I am, and you haven't met my mom, but I am all of my mom. I am absolutely my mom. My mom likes the finer things, and I do too. Even when they really, I shouldn't have them. I still want them. That's just how I roll. I can't help myself, you know? So the wife doesn't like it that much. <laughs> Because she's going, what are we going to do with this big old house? She hates it. She hates it. She's like, we really don't need all this space. I'm like, no, no, actually we do. I'll find some. I'll find something to do with all this space. So that's part, part of my goal in life, to have a house that uh, Scarface would be proud of. So Dustin DeHart will join us at 240 from Nova Home Loans. John McClain, <clears throat> excuse me, from the Houston Chronicle, he'll join us at 3 o'clock to talk the landscape of the NFL. I'll get his opinion on what he saw Monday Night Football, what he thought of that show that was uh, the Raiders' victory over the Ravens. And we'll talk about some injuries across the league, talk about what's going on with some teams around the league, what games he, were uh, a shock to him. Was he surprised that Cincinnati picked up the victory over Minnesota? I know that was one of the games that I was surprised by, and I don't know if you saw on my Twitter, but Cincinnati Bengal fans were coming after me because I just kind of dismissed them like, oh, whatever, Cincinnati's going to take an L. It's not a very good team. Oh, that's what you get, Q, for talking about my team. You know, so a lot of Bengal fans came. Yeah, they, hey, man, and, and they showed out. They had a hell of a performance, and Mike Zimmer and the Minnesota Vikings now 0-1 on the season. So uh, we'll talk to John McClain from the Houston Chronicle. We'll talk to him about all things NFL, just any storyline that we could think of. We'll pass along with John. And then at 3.30, Cassie Soto from the Las Vegas Review-Journal. She'll join us to close things out, talk about last week, talk about being at practice today. Uh, Unique Ngakwe was out there in a limited fashion, had a wrap around his leg as he's dealing with a hamstring injury, but uh, she actually had a video that she put out on her Twitter account. You can check it out on Twitter, at underscore Cassie Soto. And... He was going through the, the motions. He was going through the drills. It wasn't super impressive. Like, he, he didn't look like he was going full throttle, but he was going through it. So, that's a, that's a, he's a big factor for this week's game against Pittsburgh. Is he going to play? Is he not going to play? Uh, the Raiders released their injury report. We went over the injury report yesterday. Today's just as lengthy. If not longer. <laughs> if not longer. I got a tweet from Paul. Appreciate you, Paul. You deserve that house. That's awesome. Thanks, Paul. <laughs> I'm going to tell the wife that. Wife, Paul told me. Paul said. Paul said I deserve a house that's about as that Scarface would be proud of. Again, don't know why that that's one of the goals in life. But I just I see these houses, especially here in the Las Vegas area. These houses are built so, like, awesome. You know what I mean? I'm seeing houses. I never even knew what an infinity pool was. But the wife pointed it out. She said, oh, that's an infinity pool. And so as soon as I saw it, I was like, oh, I want, I want one. I'm just one of those. You know, I'm one of those guys that I see it in the store and I want it. I, I really don't need it, but I want so it. So infinity pool, gated community. What yes. Else, what, yeah, what yeah, else, yeah, what yeah, yeah. That's part of the requirements. <laughs> Absolutely. It's got to have a gate. If it's going to have an infinity pool, it's got to have a gate. Just can't let anybody just come sliding through, right? You got to at least try to deter them from coming through. You know what I'm saying? And I'm going to have a, when I, when I get this house that Scarface would approve, I'm going to make sure I take a picture of you and put it right there by the gate and tell security, hey, man, you see this cat come through? Make sure you turn him away and make him go the other oh, way. No, I'm going to be there. I'm going to be there and be like, hey, man, you're like, <laughs> hey, just I'm going to be there like, yeah, y'all know me, right? Y'all know me. Yeah, they're going to say, like, yeah, they, Q said you ain't allowed in. No, it's, it's going to be one of those like where, they, where you don't even have to call up because they just see me so much. <laughs> they just see the car come be like, all right, that's the man. He good. He good. Man, my neighbors don't even know that I live near them. They they have no idea. 
People think I'm a vampire, that I never come out the house. People swear I never come out the house. I feel like you're never at home. My, my it's na- a problem. <laughs> no, I'm at home. I just, I'm working. So I never am really outside. And the only time I'm outside, I'm in the backyard. When I'm in the backyard, I'm up there chilling. And it's usually late night. But people think I got vampire tendencies because, well, that's just kind of what it is. But you're right. I am always working a lot, but that's a good thing. But Cassie Soto will join us at 3.30 from the Las Vegas Review Journal to talk about what she saw at practice today. So we have a locked and loaded show. Fave and K is going to join us at 2.15. But we do have uh, already people calling the, the locked the, locked on the Raiders, <laughs> the Raider Nation listener line at 702-365-9200. That's some more of those jobs that I'd be doing. So many uh, jobs hard to keep them straight. Exactly. Who we got up first, Damon? Houston and L.A. Houston in L.A., welcome to the show. What's on your mind this afternoon? Hey, hey, what's up, fam? Hey, you know what's crazy? When I think about infinity pools, I think about that commercial, man, like, you know, when a lady, she's uh, trying to trying to get her legs back right and, like, stretched out doing exercises. <laughs> infinity pools are big, you know what I mean? Like, like you could have them big in your backyard. Yeah, what? man, it's a, an infinity pool. Apparently, like, the water's going over the side, and it just keeps on going. That's why it's called infinity. And, and that's at least what my understanding is, at least. Oh, word. Okay. When I get it, man, I'm going to invite you over, though. We'll have a pool party. Hey, 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 I'm here, dog. I'm going to bring the non-alcoholic Pepsi. No doubt. (laughs) All right. All right. (laughs) Let's go. Hey, check it out, man. Um, Hey, man, all these fools that, that, you know, you know how it is on Facebook, man, when we debate. I'm a part of one of our uh, little little, uh, things called the AFC West. So, you know, we go at it, man. We go at it. It's a lot of... It's a lot of bold team fans, you know, talk, talk, they talk. They, they kind of talking a little bit right now, but I think we on the come up. The thing that uh, I, I love about the Raiders, man, was that that defense was flying around, bro. Mm-hmm. I mean, it it was like, man, the defensive line. I'm one of those cats that's still a little salty about the Khalil Mack trade, but if they still keep, if they do stuff like that, then then that'll make me slowly forget stuff. You know what I mean? Especially <laughs> I the way you. they were born. You know, but my my only concern I got is that you know, of course, good he 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 wasn't able to maintain, and even though I, I'm worried about as you know as ferocious as Pittsburgh's uh, defensive line is, I think Gruden may pick up the pieces, man, and come with a send send help. You know what I mean? As yeah. far as helping Leatherwood. Because Colton, man, he don't need no help, bro. You know, people talking smack about him. He out there balling. You don't need nothing for Miller. And I'm going to knock on some wood when I say that. <laughs> <laughs> Good stuff. I love it. I love All it. All right, bro. Yeah, that's, that's pretty much all I have to say, Q. You know what I mean? Like, what's your opinion on that? Oh, man, I like it. I like it. Thank you so much for chiming in, man. And, yeah, I mean, there's there's uh, that defense. I, I was I was impressed by the defense. And, and really, and I've said it multiple times, I've really felt like when the Raiders needed a play, that the defense was going to make that play. I felt very confident. Now, I'll tell you, after that interception happened in the end zone in overtime, I felt very confident that the game had a chance of going into – or not going into overtime again, but uh, just ending in a tie, which would have been all bad. But I did feel confident that even when plays were made against the Raiders, that that defense was going to step up. And it's been a long time. And I don't think I'm breaking any news. It's been a long time since I, I think any Raider fan could say that they, they just had confidence that the, Raider, the defense was going to go out there and make a play. If they had that defense last year, and I know we can't do that, ifs and buts, we all know how that story goes. Uh, but if, if if they could have that defense last year, they don't lose that game against Kansas City. They had that defense last year. John Gruden doesn't 
decide on 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 not letting Josh Jacobs get into the end zone and, and have to kick a a field goal to try to waste as much time as possible. They win that game, you know, against the Chargers. They win that game against the Dolphins if they have that defense last year. I'm very confident in that. I feel like all three of those games they win if they had a defense that was like the defense that you saw Monday night. And they're going to need that defense this week going up against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Big Ben, I know he's not Lamar Jackson. He ain't going to run around the yard, but he could throw it. Najee Harris, I know he didn't have the greatest game week one, but he could play. He could run. He could catch. He could block. Chase Claypool, I know he didn't have a monster game against the Bills, but he could be a problem. He's a hell of a wide receiver, and they have other options. Juju Smith-Schuster, I know he's usually dancing, but he's still a good number two. He really is. There's a lot of things, a lot of challenges that the Raiders will face on Sunday against the, against the Steelers. And, oh, by the way, to make things a little bit more tough, got a tough defense, too. That defense of the Steelers is no joke. And the one thing that I feel good about is the fact that the Raiders just went up against a really good defense in the Baltimore Ravens, and they still put up 33 points. Now, I know it took overtime to get 33 points, but they put up 33 points. They found a way to get 27 in, uh, in, in regulation, put up another six in overtime. That's against a really good defense. Well, that's who they're going to face again this week, a really good defense. Only difference, they're on the road. It's an early kickoff, and the crowd's going to be lathered up Pittsburgh Steelers fans. Now, I know the Raider Nation travels well, but let's not kid ourselves. Going to Heinz Field, that crowd's going to be fired up, amped up, ready to go. So, should be a good game. Really, I mean, I, I, could, see, I could see the Raiders taking an L in this game, but I also could see them winning. So, I mean, this, that's why it's so tough. I, it's not, it would not shock me if we're on, on, on the radio on Monday talking about the Raiders 2-0. would not shock me at all. It also wouldn't shock me if we were talking about the Raiders 1-1 because, again, Pittsburgh, I do think, is a really good team. I think Mike Tomlin's a really good head coach, and I think Big Ben, even though a lot of people don't like him, you don't have to like him as a person. I think he's a hell of a quarterback. Still got, he's still got a little something-something that he, uh, he, he's taking care of his business. So we'll get to that conversation. Uh, we'll talk more about this upcoming game on Sunday against the Steelers. Heinz Field, early kickoff for us here on the West Coast. But right now, want to go out to the Raider Nation hotline. Talk to our friend, our home girl, Faven K from Fox 5 News in the morning. Faven, how are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? I am great. I am great. I was telling everybody that I'd like to get your perspective on the game after the game because when you go there and you don't go there and sit in the press box, you don't go to the media sessions, you go there and you're amongst the people. You're up there with the fans. So I want to get your perspective on just what you saw, what you were able to enjoy, how the roller coaster of emotions was for you Monday night at Allegiant Stadium. Oh, my God. If you could see the smile on my face right now, I'm still <laughs> heaving from ear to ear after that game. My goodness. Um, for one, you know, I went to the preseason game, and that was awesome. But obviously, a lot more of Raider Nation was at this first uh, regular season opener. So it was just it was amazing just to see all the smiles, all the silver and black, all the excitement. Um you know, there was, I was a little nervous about how attendance would be given the vaccine mandate. Mm -hmm. So to see Allegiant packed and everyone just super excited was like a sigh of relief. Yeah, no, um, it was. And quick note on that is that the, the Raiders were able to get 6,000 people vaccinated, 6,000 to go to that game. That was pretty awesome. Yes. I had so many people asking me like, so you mean to tell me everyone there was vaccinated? I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
Raider Nation wanted to be in the building, and we were there. So, yeah. <laughs> by any means necessary. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. I look, I don't want to pay all that money, but I'll go get a vaccination. <laughs> so it was exactly. You know, that was that was funny. But just as far as how, how was it as far as getting through? You know, going through with the the Clear app and everything. Did you seem like it? Did you feel like it went through kind of smooth? So smooth, so smooth. And you have to think. I mean, obviously, I'm there as a fan, but right. I'm also there. You know, as part of, yeah, I'm a journalist, so mm-hmm. I'm looking to make sure that, especially what we're reporting, is factual. Right. Uh, I, I don't want our viewers to think that we're selling them a load of crap. So for me to see it firsthand was important. And, you know, I live by the Game Day Express. Shout out RTC, um, <laughs> the best way to get there. And, I mean, got off the bus and was in the stadium within five minutes. Wow. So, you know, the Clear app worked great for me. I know that there were some people that were having issues uploading their information, but, you know, there was two days where you could go and pre-register mm-hmm. and, and, and get pre-screened so you wouldn't run into any problems day of. So um, I, it was fine. Everything was great, in my opinion, um, and it was smooth sailing. Good, good, good. And we told everybody, Faven, we told everyone, upload your information early. Upload your information early. Don't try to use the Wi-Fi when 60 other thousand are trying to use the Wi-Fi at the same time. It's not going to be that easy. But, you know, there's always someone that's late to the club, right? (laughs) Always, always. But, you know, kudos to Allegiant. Um, Obviously, it was, you know, there was a lot of skepticism, and they did have a lot of bumps in the roads with just a lot of the concerts that they held there ahead of the season. Mm-hmm. So, thankfully, they worked all the kinks out, and it, it was smooth sailing. And, and, we, you know, our viewers will let us know if there's a problem. And to be honest, we didn't have a single complaint. That's awesome. That, that that really is. That's a good thing. And, yes, the, the viewers, the listeners, they are not going to hesitate to speak on it if there's an issue. They're going to definitely step up and, and say something. We're talking right now with Faven K from Fox 5 News in the morning. You can check her out. She's on Twitter, at Faven underscore K, and here with us on Unnecessary Roughness on Radio Nation Radio 920. So how about the game? How about uh, – well, actually, before we even get into the game, how about all the, the entertainment? How about Gladys Knight with the national anthem? How about Too Short and Ice Cube with the halftime show? And then you have Lil John there. You've got George Lopez there. I mean, you've got Dana White's there. Bruce Buffer comes out and gets the crowd fired up. How about just all the entertainment factor? I mean, my goodness. Welcome to Las Vegas, right? Right. Uh, you, you, would, you would have thought that the Raiders were back in L.A. and, and we were in Hollywood uh, at that game, all, all the star power that was there. So I'm from the Bay Area, so imagine how crazy I went. When not only did we get too short, but I got both of them, right. both California rapping legends. So that was a treat. And it was a surprise. I, I, I try to find everything out before it happens. And I didn't even know that was happening. So um, it was just fantastic. And just to see the excitement and even aside from the star power at the game, the excitement from like Vegas locals, mm-hmm. you know, we, I sat next to so many people and I'm like, you know, how long have you been a fan? And it's like, I'm new to Raider Nation. You know, I've lived in Vegas for X amount of years and we have a team now. And, you know, they're, they, they were just as, as excited as all of us longtime, lifelong fans were. And that was incredible, too, to see us adding 
to Raider Nation. Right, right. Well, you know that we had uh, we had Too Short on the show, and I think my man Damon is actually pulling up the Too Short drop right now because I kind of found out a little birdie told me that Ice Cube and Too Short were going to perform their new song at halftime. So we actually found a way to hustle up and get him onto the show, and we actually had him represent the Raider Nation. Check this out, Faven. All right, good one, Devon. Made me look bad. Yo, what's up? What's up, Raider Nation? It's your homie Too Short, and you're listening to Raider Nation Radio 920, baby. What you know about that? Oh, wow. That's impressive. <laughs> it would have been better that if we had is... got it on time, but it's okay. My no, fault. My that's fault. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah, no, that was cool. I, I, I figured a Bay Area native like you could appreciate that, just like I oh, could appreciate sure. that. Yeah. That was a for sure. Yeah, buddy. That was that was a lot of fun just having him on the show talk about Raider Nation, talking about, you know, the 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 song and him coming together with Ice Cube and everything. And just thought that that was really cool. Now, the game, the game was roller coaster of emotions, up Woo! down, up down. You think they win, they they haven't won, then they win again. What were your thoughts when you just the, saw the way that the Raiders were able to hang in there and pull out that victory? I was proud. <laughs> I felt like a proud parent, you know, like, yes, I knew you could do it. I knew you could. Um, but I'm not going to lie. You know, there was at the end there when we thought that touchdown was good. And, you know, I'm pretty active on social media. So I, my Twitter fingers were ready. And I have to go, when I had to go back and delete that tweet, oh, my gosh, I went into a panic. I'm thinking, no, 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 no. We're not going down this road again, are we? Right. And so that – Pull that win at the end there. I mean, we kind of won twice, in my opinion. Um, it was incredible, and and people were crying. Okay, wow! Like to see people crying because they were just they couldn't believe what they just witnessed. Wow, was incredible. And you know, shout out to you know Monday Night Football for giving Las Vegas a four hour ad. Uh, yep. If, if you haven't been here, that game that that coverage. Made you want to come to Vegas. No doubt. That's a great way to put it in perspective. That was. That was a great four-hour commercial. I mean, it really was. Like, that's that that's a great way to put that in perspective. See, that's why we have you on the show, because you bring some <laughs> you bring some extra nuggets to the show, man. I really, I really think that, that was a good uh, little point that you brought out there. And I know you've been very active and been very much a, a Derek Carr supporter. And I know that Raider Nation all should be Derek Carr supporters, but there's, you know, there's some that are hit or miss with Derek. He started off slow. But when they needed him the most, he really came through, ended up with the most yards passing in the league through week one. Uh, what, what were your thoughts on what D.C. was able to do, especially late in the game? Super proud of D.C. For one, not only you know am I loyal to my soil, so you will never <laughs> hear me say anything bad about uh, D.C. or any of, of our guys. But, you know, he, he's from Bakersfield, and after I moved to Bakersfield and I was 10 from the Bay Area, so I, I love him from that angle, too, but... Kudos to Derek Carr for being able to perform, and he gets so much scrutiny and so much criticism, but he doesn't pay that any mind. He comes out and he does what needs to be done. So I think it helps that he ha- he definitely has a way better defensive line than he did last season. Obviously, we're all heartbroken that we have so many injuries now. Right, yeah. Um, And, you know, I just feel like he continues to just prove himself. And I think he's really trying to prove something to himself more so than the critics. So 
We continue to support him, and he did a thing. He did. He really did. They, and he, they got the win. Yes, so. <laughs> yes. That is exactly all that really matters is the fact they found a way to get a dub. And before before I let you go, uh, Mad Max Crosby, he wins AFC Defensive Player of the Week. He had two sacks. He had six tackles, a bunch of quarterback hits. I mean, the guy was all over the field, looked amazing. What were your thoughts on what you saw from Crosby? That. Let, we, you follow me on Twitter. That's the first tweet that went out. It was like, "Whoa, Crosby is out here doing his thing!" Like that. That I love him. I love his energy. Um, he is just a beast out there, and I think that you know he is a great leader for our defensive line. And I just I want to see more. Well, I can't wait to see more. Well, you'll, you'll see more early in the morning on Sunday, uh, 10 a.m., early kickoff for the Raiders as they'll be in Pittsburgh. That's going to be a tough one, and they're going to need Max Crosby in a major way. I don't know if Unique Ngakwe is going to play because of the injuries that you mentioned, but Crosby, if anyone could get after Big Ben, it would be Crosby, right? It is. Let's hope he, he hurts him a little bit. Not too bad. <laughs> not permanently, but just a little bit. Rough him up. Just make him think about it next time he goes to throw the ball, right? That's, that's exactly. <laughs> All right. Exactly. Well, Faven, before I let you go, uh, what do you guys, is there anything that you guys got coming up that you'll be maybe popping up uh, on Fox 5 in the morning tomorrow that, that people need to be on the lookout for? Well, you know, our Raider coverage, we are the broadcast home, the official broadcast home of the Raiders. So we will be covering any and every angle there is. Uh, Vegas has a lot going on this weekend, so come visit. Come come for the next game. The next home game, we hope to see you there. Right, no doubt about it. And I can tell you one thing, Faven, I have no problem saying this on the air. You are a grinder. I, Demond, no joke, I text, I text Faven, what, Sunday night, pretty late, seeing if she was going to hit me back, you know, Monday to talk about being at the game. What was it, like 1 a.m., and you responded immediately, up already working on the morning show? <laughs> yes, yes, you know, but <laughs> – no, we, we, we're going to have fun around here. That's what we do, but business first. So uh, I love what I do, and that, that definitely makes it makes the job so much easier. I know that's right. I was up grinding at the same time as well. but uh, definitely. Oh, I, thought, I don't know when you sleep. I honestly don't. <laughs> There's no need for sleep. If I'm sleeping, someone else is working. There you go. <laughs> so you know how the grind is. You know that's that Bay Hustle, man. We got to get it. So uh, we appreciate it. you, Faven. Uh, keep doing what you do, and we'll be checking in checking in with you soon. You too. Keep getting those exclusives for us. Gotcha. Done deal. All right. Thank you. Take care. All right. There she goes. Faven K right there. Fox 5 News in the morning does a great job. And when I tell you that she was grinding super early in the morning, she was absolutely grinding super early. And I look at it as super late for me. But like she said, man, that's that's what we do, Damon. Damon's the only one that believes in getting some sleep. You know what? It's not even that, man. I just Devon's like, don't don't try to yeah, don't, don't throw try me to under the don't bus. try to throw shade at me because I like to sleep. Don't throw me under the bus. Yeah, man. I'm just like somebody. I'm like, I need. I want to get like two hours in at the gym too, alongside working. I respect you know what that. I, mean? I respect that. See, I, I'm not. I, I don't. I'm not the gym rat. You know what it was? I'm not gonna lie. Yesterday was it was yesterday or two days ago. I just I'm looking at my phone while I'm at the gym and I see something like too short. Can you like do this? And I was just like. I might as well just go ahead and get it now. It was one of those things where it was just like, I'm going to just go ahead and leave this workout now, man. Forget that 30 <laughs> minutes in the sauna that I wanted. Q needs me at work. I'm going to just go ahead and get into work. Right? I mean, that's just that's what it is. Damon's phone is always going off. Q, 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 Q. We'll start having rumors, you know? Q texted Damon too much. 
what happens. But uh, no, you always come through like the first of the month. We appreciate you. Big ups to Faven K for joining us there to talk about her experience Monday night at the at Allegiant Stadium, Raiders and Ravens. 227 is the time when we come back. Got a show question that I want to throw out there. Plus, I want to hear from you, Raider Nation, 702-365-9200. And the Salmon Ash text line wide open like some old school TV antennas. 69187, keyword R&R. This is Unnecessary Roughness on Raider Nation Radio 920. Welcome back to Unnecessary Roughness. Roughness. Here on Raider Nation Radio 920. I'm going to have to kick you, you know what, today. Here's your boy Q. Got to give big ups to Faven K from Fox 5 News in the morning for joining us in the last segment to talk about her experience at Allegiant Stadium. Big victory for the Raiders. 33-27 over the Baltimore Ravens. A move to 1-0 on the season and now look forward to the Pittsburgh Steelers this upcoming Sunday. Oh, if you hear that music in the background, hear that little Souls of Mischief right there. A little 93 to infinity. You're probably wondering, where's this reference coming from? Not only is it the old school hip-hop head of my own, my guy and Rob, my guy Rob in Oakland, the 5 and Dime, the 510. Hit us up on the Salmon Ash text line, 69187, keyword R&R. Q, my understanding of infinity pool is that it has an abrupt edge and overlooks a large body of water like an ocean. That way, when you look across your pool, its edge blends in with the larger body of water, giving the illusion that the pool goes on to infinity. I'm tempted to make a 93 to infinity reference, but Dell cussed at the Raiders on his first album. And Demond said, Dell? Dell, the funky homo sapien. Yes. No clue. Because you were not born. Was not born. 93 to infinity, you are blank to infinity. When were you born? 96. Yeah, there you go. So you're a new booty. You would have no idea about Souls of Mischief. But they were dope. Not a clue. That's all right. That's all right. You found the song. Exactly. I found the reference. You, you found like, the I was song. Like, all right. Got, you know. the, got the instrumental and let it ride. Exactly. You know, I, I can try. appreciate that. And I got you, Rob. And to answer your question, Rob, uh, I, I believe you're correct about that. But I know some of the backyards that I've seen these infinity pools are, they don't have that big, large body of water that you're talking about. But it does have that edge where it just kind of, it rolls, the water rolls over the edge and it just looks like it goes forever. It's awesome. And the ones that I saw have like black stucco or whatever, and so it looks even cleaner. You know what I mean? Now, I'm not trying to have the Mark Davis house, the $14 million Mark Davis house. I'm could. i I'm not thinking about that. That's not even something Scarface would be like, damn, dude, that's a little excessive. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, I'm over here thinking like next week we're just going to have a pool guy. And it's just like, <laughs> all right, we got time to talk about pools. You know what? My guy Joe in Texas, no joke, Joe called last week. He's a Tampa Bay fan. He called last week. He actually was a pool guy at one point, too. So maybe I can get him on the show to talk about pools. I love this. You never know where the conversation is going to go. Time to step in the pool with Q as we talk about pools. And you know what's (laughs) funny about that? I don't even swim. I don't even swim. (laughs) That's what's even funnier. I don't even swim. <laughs> Get out of here. No, I'm serious. All this talk about infinity pools. You're just going to be looking at it like somebody proud of their lawn. Like they lawn just, just hands on the hips. Yeah, that's my pool. I'll sit next to it. I'll dip my toes <laughs> into it. I'll have a drink next to it. But I'm not getting in. Do you know how ashy we get when we get into the pool? I you should think, know. I don't think getting ashy is a problem with you in the pool, though. Well, no, that's true. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to die if I get in. I'm not. I'm not also not, not going to do the Michael Phelps either, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not going to – you're not going to mistake me for an Olympic swimmer. I can swim under the water really well. I was really good at that, holding my breath and just kind of – you know what I mean? Just wading through the water. I could do that. Isn't that a song? Wading through the water. Isn't that a song? Yeah, it is. See? It is. Hey, this stuff – I don't make this stuff up, man. It just comes to my head. I've never heard somebody talk about a pool so much. Like, yo, got to have the fattest pool, the nicest pool. 
So you gonna be swimming in it? Nah, man, I ain't say all that. I just want it. I do. I don't. I don't swim. I mean, you should know. We get ashy. That's a lot of lotion. And you with that kind of hair, you got you. That's that stuff beads up, man. You it get really some do. beady beads. I know. I've been there, done that, man. I'm looking out for you. 702-365-9200. We got Dustin DeHart coming up in a few minutes from Nova Home Loans. But let's go out to the Raider Nation listener line talk to our guy, Raider Mike. What's on your mind, my man? What's up, man? I'm Chill. doing the sequel to Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, except Planes, Trains, and Buses. I finally, <laughs> after eight stops, get to Lauderdale, and they say, no, you got another 12-hour wait. So Damn. here I'm at the Lauderdale bus station doing Raider Nation radio. God, nice. I hate Greyhound. Pathetic company. Uh, I don't know how they're in business. But anyway, um, want to shout out to Max for getting the defensive um, player of the week. No one deserved him more. In fact, he's going to be my next jersey I buy. Uh, I wanted to get to the Steeler game. Okay. Um, this is a rivalry like no other. It's born during the immaculate BS, whatever you want to call that play. Mm-hmm. It's one of the worst calls in history, which we seem to experience over and over and over. But I don't think they have anything for us. Um, I think that defensive line is exactly what Gus wants it to be. It's rotate these boys out, keep them fresh. And guess what? Big Ben is like the clock in England. It doesn't move. And he's going to get pile driving to the ground. And, Demond, I'm still waiting for that onyx. Where's my slam? <laughs> you know, he does it at the I end of every show. I've been closing out the show with it, man. Oh, okay, I I can't sometimes listen to that. At the end of the show. I'm sorry, bro. My apologies. Anyway, um, the other thing I want to get to this uh, reel we sent over to the league. Uh, I mean, those were the most vicious, uncalled hits I've seen in a couple of years, and they weren't called. You flip the script, flag on every play. If they don't do anything about it, you're going to give license to the Raiders to turn in turn Abram into the assassin point two zero, you know, Morg into Doctor Death two point zero, because those guys are big, fast, and they can hit like those guys. Right. So go ahead and give us license to do that, because the NFL's better when it was like that. It'll be fun to watch. So do something about an NFL. Quit taking a crap all over our franchise like you have for 50 years. We're tired of it. All we want is an even playing field. Give us the rules you want us to play by, and we will. Because we got the horses now to beat your ass into the ground, no matter how you call it. Just pick which one you want. The other one's more entertaining where we get to clock people, but <clears throat> way more injury. And I think those days are gone, so... Fix it, NFL. Do something about it, Goodall. I'm out, brother. Thank Be you, good. man. Thank you. Good Please. call. Good there call, right there. Mike. Just there for he is. You. Just for you, Ray hey. Mike. And he hung up. Didn't even want to listen to it. Well, the good thing about it, and I like that you said, let that ride for a minute. This could be Dustin's intro music. See, we can use this as like double-edged sword right here. Now bring it in. Can I get my Bruce Buffer on? <laughs> oh, let's do it. No, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. But bring it in on the Raider Nation Hotline, my guy, Dustin DeHart, Nova Home Loans, joins us each and every week. And Dustin, how you doing and how are you recovering from that uh, that game that you saw on Monday night at uh, Allegiant Stadium? Man, I'm recovering well and I am doing awesome. I, I tell you, 
I've been to a lot of sporting events, Q, and that was the best sporting event I've ever been to in my life. And I'm uh, no no hyperbole and no homerism. It really was. It was just from everything from soup to nuts. It was the best experience I've ever had. And by the way, the game wasn't bad either. Right? <laughs> right? I mean, man, you want to talk about a roller coaster of affairs and, and emotions in that game Monday night. And uh, j- just talk about your, your, you know, your experience. You said it was the best experience, but I mean, what was, how special was it? And how was the crowd around you in your area? How, how, how pumped up were they for, for the events that took place? Yeah. So, I mean, just from everything, the ease of getting in there, you know, I left my office. I was in my seat drinking, having a drink by 45 minutes. Uh, you know, the, 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 the atmosphere alone and, and the production, you know, with Bruce Buffer announcing everything to the halftime show, to the Jets flying by, it was just yeah. hard to take it all in. But the crowd itself, you know, look, I've been to a lot of NFL games. There's a lot of knuckleheads. There was none of that there. It was just fantastic people enjoying themselves. Literally two people in front of us were from Baltimore. They paid 2800 bucks a seat for their seat. Whoa. It was their 20-year anniversary. I mean, Q, they were so cool. They literally were buying us drinks. They were high-fiving us. I mean, just you don't normally get that in an NFL game. You know what I mean? Now, right. look, things could change. Right. But it was just fantastic. Yeah, it, we loved it. And, you know, unfortunately, I did leave when uh, the first <laughs> touchdown in overtime hit. Uh, but apparently that wasn't a touchdown. So, literally, I'm walking – out of the stadium thinking we won. And then I'm hearing like the crowd going, Oh my God, it's an interception. And I'm like, Q, I'm like, do I not know the overtime rules? Like if you (laughs) score a touchdown, like that's game over. Right. Little did I know. Yeah. That touchdown was called back and I'm listening to the rest of the show or the rest of the game on my, in my car on the radio. So that, that wasn't cool, but yeah, we did beat some traffic at least. You know what I mean? You know, the crazy thing is Q is, I've been to two Monday night football games in my life. The last one was 15 years ago, and it was the Bears-Arizona game. It was the first year that the Arizona Stadium was built. And I went with a few buddies of mine, and one of them was a, a Bears fan. And by halftime, he was pretty much the drunkest dude in the whole stadium. And, you know, the Bears, remember this game, the Bears were losing by like 20 points, and it was like one of the most epic comebacks, like just, you know, like yep. kind of like this game. And it was, I think it was Dennis Green was the coach, right? Yep, you want to yep. crown him, crown him. Yep. So it was that game. And, you know, he's literally crying, I want to go home. And we left. So I left early to that game and was listening to that on the radio as well. So both Monday Night Football games I went to were one of the most classic games ever, and I left early. So wow. I got that going for yeah, yeah, yeah. So the so lesson here is Monday Night Football, don't leave. <laughs> yeah, I will not be leaving early anymore. That is, but dude, funny. I can't wait for the next game. I'm so pumped. I wish I. I, I it's just two weeks seems too far away right now. Right. <laughs> no, I mean, seriously, so, it almost feels like every uh, game should be at a home game, right? I mean, just just oh, with the atmosphere, it was great. You know, I know. I, I, I'm not gonna lie. I was looking at plane tickets to Pittsburgh, but my wife put the kibosh to that, so we won't be going. I heard that. I heard that. Well, I'll be taking off Saturday morning and coming back late Sunday night, so I'll give you a full report on what that's going to be like. But we'll all get together again on, uh, you know, a, a week from from this Sunday when they when they host the the Dolphins. That should be a fun game. So, and that'll be a good atmosphere as well. Uh, as far as you know, the, the game goes and your fantasy football. I know that you're big on the fantasy football. Did any of the Raiders show up and show out? I can't remember. Is Darren Waller on your fantasy football team? 
He's not. And honestly, he might be the best tight end in, in fantasy football right now. Literally, like, there was a point where I'm like, does, does Carr throw to anybody else? Like, what did he have, 19 targets? 19. <laughs> Which is yep. insane. Yeah, I mean, like, he literally, he might win a fantasy league team if you have him because – Especially like there's, you know, most most leagues are points per reception. I mean, that dude might have a hundred receptions in like eight weeks. You know, it's insane. Right. He, he's an animal. You know, I told you Brian Edwards was kind of my sleeper. He, you know, he he looked good. Uh, he, you know, he yep. he almost had that touchdown. That would have been a big game. I didn't start him. Carlson's my kicker, so that looked good. So, yeah, my you know, but the anchors of my fantasy teams are Saquon Barkley, and they, he's got the hand, you know training wheels on him right now. He needs to get <laughs> unleashed, and then maybe my fantasy teams will start winning. Right, and and you know I'm not a big fantasy guy, but uh, you mentioned Carlson, <laughs> and I think that he doesn't get enough props. I mean, that dude drilled a 55 yard field goal oh. to even send it to overtime. So I'm sure one that was oh. that was big for your fantasy team. But how big was that of a kick just to go out there and have the stones to drill that one? Dude, it was awesome. Yeah, I mean, and then I don't know what happened because I didn't watch the game. I don't know where he was at, <laughs> but I'm guessing he was warming up. But I don't think he was uh, – normally you're not kicking on second down, so right. I think he wasn't ready for, for Gruden. I'm sure you guys have talked about oh, that. Yeah. But oh, yeah. Yeah, it was a huge kick. I mean, uh, he, he's a – that was a that was a game. I mean, he's a stud. I mean, he's got stones. That was awesome that he nailed that. So, yeah. unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, we were down, you know, 14 to nothing. I, I kind of didn't think we were going to win this game. But, boy, they came crawling back and put some fight into it. And uh, I, I really, you know, I, I told you, I had a feeling they would because of the crowd. Mm-hmm. And it just goes to show you this team's better than a lot of people think. And yeah. they're going to, they're going to. They're going to make some noise this year. I, I agree. We're talking right now with Dustin DeHart from Nova Home Loans here on Unnecessary Roughness Radio Nation Radio 920. My guy, DeMond, wanted to ask you a question. All right, Dustin. So yeah. we're talking about fantasy. I don't Uh-oh. want to get too bogged down in it, but who was your best player in week one, and did you come out with a win? So I, I've got it. So my main oh, – we'll talk about the ESPN League. I, I'm in that with some hosts, and uh, you guys know who they are. Um, I did <laughs> win. Uh Adam Thielen uh, was actually my big guy, and uh, he, he had like 25 points. Um, uh, who was my quarterback? Was uh, Kyler Murray? So okay. those two alone. Oh, he was like the best like, quarterback in all the league. <laughs> yeah, yeah so that helped. Yeah, but I did have. Ro- Ro- I call him Raheem. Raheem most hurt now. That's his. Yeah, name, he's out for the hurt. season. Yep. Yeah, and he was. Uh, I don't have a whole lot of running back depth, so I'm in trouble in that league. But we'll see. You know, got to work the waiver wire, and that's how you win fantasy. There you go. There you go. Well, hey, at least you came out on top in in, in that one, and especially against the ESPN guys. I'm assuming uh, Cofield, Adam Hill, those guys. You're 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 winning those guys. I am. You know, Adam Hill's in like 30 leagues, and I'm not joking. And he pretends like he's. Uh, he is a fantasy expert, let's put it that way, but he's in last place right now. So <laughs> as long as I beat Adam Hill, I'm happy, put it that way. <laughs> I heard that. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, you know what's funny is we kind of started the show, and I was giving the rundown of the guests coming up on the show, and I said that you were going to come on the show, and I started talking about, and I don't know, really know how we even got into this conversation, but I started talking about infinity pools and you know, started talking about houses that uh, you know Scarface would be proud of, and I know I've told you that before. That's what I want for some dumb reason. That's what I want. Has anyone ever given you a request and said, hey, uh, can you help me find a house that has an a, a infinity pool in it? <laughs> Well, I'm nor you know I'm not the real estate agent, but right. I do more of the financing. But yeah, I, when I talk to people, I hear that all the time. You know, <laughs> the infinity pools are insane. And you know, look, I live in Green Valley Ranch, and right uh, above us is the mountains that you know those multi multi million dollar houses are built on. Q right, and some of those infinity pools, like they literally would blow your mind. Like 
you know, how they've constructed that into the map. So it looks like, you know, it looks like you're swimming and you're going to fall off a mountain. It's insane. You know what I mean? And some of them literally go to the, to the inside of the house. It's nuts, but yeah, I, I hear you. My, um, my next house is that's what I want. I have a nice pool now, but it's flanked by a million trees and it just gets cluttered with, I just want to, I want a nice, clean edge pool that I can get into and not have to skim before I get into it. Right, that way. exactly. And those yeah. pools, those pools that you're talking about, is exactly the ones that I uh, that I seen that I that all of a sudden I want to have so bad that I definitely don't need. But it's just you know, it's on my on my want list. But before I can get that, I have to have a home. <laughs> so that's where you come in. That's where you're going to help. And oh. and really, I talked to you about you know financing homes and when's a great time to do it. But for folks that have homes, how about that? I I hear people talking about hey, I think. I'm going to refinance my home, refinance my home. I never did that with my other house, but yeah. would now be a good time if I had one or someone's listening right now and they, they wanted to think about refinancing their home is now a good time. And if not now, when is a good time to refinance a home? Well, now's a perfect time. Look, you know, the rates were at the most, the lowest they've ever been in the history of the United States during COVID. And they really haven't gotten up that much. They started to peak up a little bit because of all the inflation fears, but they've come roaring back down again. And, you know, literally, you, you know, depending on product and credit score and loan to value, you could still get a rate under 3%. And you're never going to see that again. I mean, that, this is a, a Christmas gift or, that you have to take if it's available. So, there, you know, just, be, just lowering your interest rate is one way to refinance Q. But a lot of, you know, everybody pretty much has equity nowadays because we've gone up 20% just this year alone, mm-hmm. you know, or year over year. And, you know, a lot of people do, you know, because of COVID or whatever issues are kind of saddled with debt and to do a debt consolidation loan is pretty much the most powerful refinance there is. You know, if I can pluck off 40 grand of credit cards, that's a thousand dollars a month in minimum payments and lower your interest rate. And some people have mortgage insurance to get rid of that. Or, you know what? You got a lot of equity queue and you want to go build that infinity edge pool. <laughs> Let's take some money out and go do it, dude. You that's know, right. Time. You know, you've got equity and you got low rates. If you haven't had somebody look under the hood of that mortgage in the last six to 12 months, now's the time. Let's do it. I like it. I like it. Yeah, and that's that's something that I, it's funny because you hear terms and you kind of think that you know what it means. But I never, like I said, I never experienced that. I never refinanced my home when I was in Texas. And, uh, well, I'm renting right now, so I don't have a home to refinance. But I always kind of wondered, like, what exactly goes into it? How do you do it? And how do you, you know, what's the steps that, that it takes? And one thing I, I, I want to give you credit on, and I, it has nothing to do with us doing an interview each and every week, but... Your guys' communication with your clients is incredible. I mean, as I do research, and I always do research on on everything. I don't just walk into something blind. I always do some research on things. And what I've noticed is from all your clients, they always talk about the communication, 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 how much you guys always let them know what's going on each step of the way and how how convenient and how nice that is so they're never, like, caught off guard by anything. Uh, how, How much pride do you take in that? And, you know, I got to be honest, that's everything in this business. You know, anybody can learn how to close a loan. You know, obviously with 20 years experience like myself, I can, you know, get you financing where maybe other people can't figure out how. But at the end of the day, people just want to know what's going on, man. Mm -hmm. I mean, this is the biggest, one of the biggest things they're going to do in their life, you know, especially if they're buying a house, even refinancing, you know, this is a huge undertaking and you have to let everybody know. Even it's not just even the client, it's the real estate agents and all the parties involved. And uh, that's, you know, that's where we shine, you know, not only my branch, but especially my team from soup to nuts, you know, we, we keep at, we almost over communicate at some point, but that's, it is what it is. You know, when it's automated yeah. emails, Tuesday status calls that we send loan status updates, 
you know, no one know, no one's ever left in the dark and they always know what's going on at the end of the day. They do appreciate that uh, with, with um, almost, you know, above anything else. It really is communication in this business is what sets you apart. And uh, we thrive at that for sure. Yeah, no, no doubt about it. And, and I could tell that folks appreciate that. And, and when, you know, it's time for me to handle my business, I know I'll appreciate that. And you'll get tired of hearing from me. I'll be like, hey, Dustin, what's going on? Hey, and, and, and then you'll be there on well, the phone already. Because I'll be calling you. Exactly. <laughs> so, exactly. That's awesome. I, I definitely will appreciate that. And like I said, I know all your clients do appreciate that. And I, I, I've seen the feedback myself. So I know uh, firsthand. Well, if anyone wants to get a hold of you, Dustin, they want to know what they need to do they're thinking about you know now's the time to to go find that home or even like we mentioned refinance at home what do they need to do yeah appreciate it cute call us at 577-2600 there it is right there dustin we definitely appreciate you we'll see you uh not this sunday but we'll see you next sunday as uh the raiders host miami at Allegiant stadium and uh, i definitely appreciate you there he goes all right just dropped the mic on me (laughs) i said i'm done with him all good. No, that's Dustin DeHart. Good dude right there at Nova Home Loans. Definitely appreciate him and all his finance, uh, fi- fine work that he does to help folks finance and refinance and all that good stuff when it comes to the housing market here in uh, in Las Vegas and, and the surrounding areas. And, yep, that infinity pool. Everyone's got an infinity pool desire, Damon. We're going to get you hooked up with one one day, too. That's going to be your goal. It's going to be one of your goals in life. Damon's going to get an infinity pool. How about that? You like that? Does that sound good? You know that's so far into the future. <laughs> hey man, that's so. If you don't, if you don't dream big, nobody's gonna dream for you. All right, let's get me off noodles first. All right, cool. <laughs> Sounds good. I understand. Baby steps. Baby steps. It is two fifty three is the time. Many thanks to Dustin, the uh, art right there for joining us from Nova Home Loans. We're gonna take a quick break. Come on back. Kick off hour number two of unnecessary roughness here on Radio Nation Radio nine twenty. Welcome back to Unnecessary Roughness. Roughness. Here on Raider Nation Radio 920. I'm going to have to kick you, you know what, today. Here's your boy Q. All right, we just got about a couple minutes left in this hour, and then we're going to get to John McClain from the Houston Chronicle. So we're going to hustle up and go out to the Raider Nation listener line really quickly. 702-365-9200. We're going to talk to Gangster Raider. What's on your mind, my man? It was was happening. I just wanted to say I was wrong about the shutout last week, but I think we get the shutout this week in Pittsburgh. Because um, I think us practicing early in the morning, seven go help us out, and I think we're a better road team because we have to focus and come together as a team better. And I think Derek Carr saw hotter this week than he did last week. We did us. All right. Sorry about having to cut your call short. You were cutting in and out, my man. You got to hit us back. You were cutting in and out. And uh, I, I kind of got the gist of your call. Though you think that uh, today's or not today, but this week will be the shutout. Uh, I, I don't. I think it's so hard to have a shutout in the NFL. I know Green Bay only only rolled out a few points on uh, on Sunday, but it's just so hard to shut a team out in the NFL, even if you're not good. You know what I mean? It's even a team that's not good. It's very difficult to shut them out. That's. It, even a few passes you can get. Like, I mean, in field goal you can range, get in. You know, yeah, you can get in range. Luck, you can luck into field goal right. range at least once. Exactly. So I, that's that's why I really don't sign up for the. Well, this is going to be a shutout. I I subscribe to. Hey, if you could hold a team to, you know, seventeen or less points, you should have an opportunity. And I think that this Raiders team, I'll go a step further. If you could hold them to twenty-one or less, you should have an opportunity to win every game. Really, I mean, I'm not saying that they're going to go seventeen and zero. Don't someone quote me? Can you just say they're going to set no. But if the defense can hold the opposition to 21 or less points, 
they could win every game because their, their offense could be good enough to make that happen. Derek Carr has shown that he can get it done. They played Baltimore. They got off to a terrible start. There's not one swing and D alive that will tell you they didn't get off to a terrible start, and they still put up 33 points. They could score. They just got to be able to, to hold a, a opposition. And if you could hold a, a, a team to round 20, 21, I'm just saying for the Raiders specifically, you can hold them round 21, there's not a game they can't win. 259 is the tie when we come back. John McClain from the Houston Chronicle, he'll join us and give his thoughts on what he saw week one across the NFL. This is Unnecessary Roughness on Raider Nation Radio 920.